0: Hello, I'm David Plott, Mlex's Managing Editor for Asia, coming to you today from our bureau in Hong Kong. Welcome to this latest in Mlex's ongoing series of podcasts. Today we're looking at a China story that's been developing for a while now. It involves the internet and China's plans for making the online world more secure. Those plans are about to become a reality in just over a week from now. On June 1st, China's new cybersecurity law goes into effect. On the face of it, the law is all about fighting cybercrime, and it comes hot on the heels of a worldwide ransomware attack that took place just a couple of weeks ago. But China's new law has been in the works for quite some time, and it hasn't been without its critics. Here with me now to talk about China's new cybersecurity law is MLEX correspondent Xuan. Welcome to this podcast, Xuan.
1: Thanks, David.
0: Xuan, give us a little background on this new law. How long has it been in the making, and what does it aim to do?
1: Sure. In 2014, China set up a lead office for cyberspace affairs to coordinate cybersecurity issues. Well, that office works across different industries and drafts policies relevant to those industries. Also in 2014, the phrase to protect cybersecurity was mentioned for the first time in China's annual government activity report. The Chinese government is quite keen on something it describes as cyber sovereignty, which the cybersecurity law is designed to enhance. Article 1 of the law says it aims to protect internet security, national security, the public interest, and the legal rights of citizens, legal persons, and organizations. Well, actually China already had laws that dealt with information security, such as regulations on protection computer systems and graded protections for information security. But the new cybersecurity law has been described as the first that aims to provide for comprehensive regulation of internet security issues. The initial draft of the law came out in 2015 and it went through two rounds of public consultation. The final draft was passed by the Standing Committee of the National People's Congress on November 7th last year.
0: What's actually in the law? Can you give us a breakdown of its main provisions?
1: It focuses on several key areas that the government wants to regulate. Those include critical information infrastructure, cross-border data transfers, and security requirements for internet hardware and services. Compulsory standards will be developed to cover all three of those areas, too. Critical information infrastructure is one of the most important issues the law addresses. Under the law, it's defined as infrastructure that would pose a serious threat to national security, people's lives, and the public interest if it suffers damage, functional outages, and data leaks. The law lists several examples of the kind of information infrastructure. It includes public communications and information, energy, transportation, water conservancy, finance, public services, and also electronic government affairs. But so far, the concepts still aren't very clear, and the government is expected to release guidelines to shed more light on them. Cross-border data transfers are another key focus area, as operators of information infrastructure send data collected in China to other countries. The new law requires security evaluations or reviews to be carried out before any of that data is sent abroad. It also has requirements that internet products, hardware, and services meet certain security standards.
0: it be an understatement to say that the cybersecurity law has generated some controversy both inside and outside of China. What are the main sources of concern and confusion about this law?
1: Well, I think one of the biggest sources of concern is a lack of clarity on what we have so far. Many of the concepts in the law remain unclear, such as the definition of critical information, infrastructure, and what should count as a cross-border data transfer. Another area of concern is the inconsistency of the rules. One controversial rule on critical information infrastructure says that the operators of that infrastructure must store data within China. And to move that data abroad, those operators must evaluate the security risks first. In line with that measure, China's Cyberspace Administration is currently working on a set of guidelines on international data transfers. And those guidelines seem to have expanded the scope of government regulation. According to the latest draft version, it requires all network operators, not just operators of critical information infrastructure, to perform such evaluations. But that obviously contradicts the more overarching cybersecurity law.
0: Now foreign companies expressed particular worries uh, over the law especially about issues such as locating data operations inside China, as you mentioned. Tell us, what are the concerns among foreign companies, and what, if anything, can they expect the Chinese authorities to do to address those concerns?
1: Well, ever since the government started working on the law, there have been some general concerns, such as whether companies' customer data will be leaked, and whether discriminatory enforcement will subject foreign firms to unfair competition with domestic companies. But those general concerns are just assumptions based on companies' own understanding of the law, because many of the rules for actually implementing it have still not been finalized. More specifically, companies are worried that the law will give the Cyberspace Administration too much power. For example, The draft rules on security reviews of internet products and services include measures addressing unfair competition. But those measures were missing from the final version, reflecting the view among companies that competition issues should actually not be covered by an internet regulator. Repetition could be another problem. Some in the business community think that Some of the rules are not even necessary because China already has administrative measures to protect information security. And then the government is considering a definition of cross-border data transfers that would cover not only transfers of data across China's borders to other countries or international organizations, but also domestic activities involving foreign entities. That would mean regulating non-Chinese organizations that want to obtain or inquire about data stored on Chinese servers and to send data to servers located in China but controlled by non-Chinese entities. An example of that could be a U.S. credit card company wanting customer data from a Chinese server. So that expanded definition of cross-border data movement is likely to face some strong pushback as well. So,
0: we know that the cybersecurity law goes into effect on June 1st, but as you said, the Chinese government has yet to issue all of the related laws needed to complete the implementation process. What remains to be done, uh, and when can we expect the law to take full effect?
1: Um, So far, the government has already published the guidelines for security reviews of internet products and services, although those guidelines may be revised later because current Currently, we have a trial version. It is still working on guidelines for cross-border data transfers. The government published a draft on April 11th, and it's released the second draft internally. So that will probably come soon. And companies are also waiting for the government to release detailed rules on critical information infrastructure, including a precise definition of what it is and related protection rules.
0: Now, under this new law, uh, Shuan, what do you expect uh, to see in terms of enforcement? Because that's obviously something a lot of companies operating in China are worried about.
1: Yes, it looks very much as though the law will be enforced mainly by regulators for specific industries. And those regulators are now working on specific implementation rules for their particular sectors, such as the civil aviation and broadcasting But when there is no clear or obvious regulator, the Cyberspace Administration will be responsible for the enforcement. To many people, the published laws and rules look quite good just in terms of being non-discriminatory. But it remains to be seen whether non-discrimination can be maintained in actual future enforcement activities.
0: So that looks like it'll be the real test then, especially for foreign companies in China. Given the uncertainty over how the law will be implemented, it looks as though all eyes will be on its enforcement in the coming months. And beyond that, as the Internet plays a greater and greater role in China's economy and in the world economy, the importance of the cybersecurity law seems likely to grow. Xuan thank you for explaining the key issues surrounding this new law and what it means for those doing business in China. We'll be looking forward to more coverage of this important step in China's development of cybersecurity infrastructure. Thanks again.
1: Thanks, David. My pleasure.
0: If you'd like to read Xuan's reporting on China's new cybersecurity law, you can find it on our website. Head to mlexmarketinsight.com. Click on Insight Center, then click on Editor's Picks. I'm David Plott. Thanks very much for joining us and see you back here soon for another in MLEX's series of podcasts.